are genuinely extraordinary. Eric, what? Eric's just surreptitiously pulling out long neck after long neck of VB. <laughs> Eric, he, it's a magic bag. Like, do we need to have some sort of? Do we need to have some sort of VB intervention for you? <laughs> no, this is just the cheapest thing I can find on the way here, and I ran right. Through. And it also just happens to be your favorite, well, my favorite, your favorite, the best beer ever. Disgraceful. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, genuine question. Hang on, have we started? Yeah, or we've, you, started. we've started. We can start. cut in the intro. It's fine. Oh, I, I, okay, sure, sure. Eric, genuine question. Mm. Like, if you had the choice between a stubby of VB uh-huh. and the like, a, whatever the closest can of PBR is, uh, what, what would you go for? Real Sophie's choice to kick off the episode <laughs> here. <laughs> I think it'd have to be the PBR. You have to go for the PBR? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it, it's, I don't know. American low-end beers are a mile beyond Australian low end and that's and that's ladies and gentlemen we have it here on record that was the moment when ASIO finally caught Eric on tape and we had the evidence that we needed to reject his citizenship application Um, kicking off the episode did you get that one Daryl with some casual deportation (laughs) Um, should we crack a beer yes we should crack the beer I've bought for us this evening to enjoy from the the wonderful people at Three Ravens who I, I I love them to bits. They do do some. They have had some misses lately for me. I can't remember yeah. off the top of my yep. head is. I just remember the last couple of their beers I've had. Ooh. I haven't been wildly enamoured of, but I've got a good feeling about this one. They've been a doing a lot of experimental fun stuff, and the thing about experimental fun stuff in the world of beer sometimes. is it sometimes doesn't work. No, sometimes doesn't work. I got um, a good feeling about this one. Talk, talk us through this one. This is called the salted caramel milkshake this, IPA. Yeah, this is I think the fourth of a series of these. Yeah, for, I think yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. I think that's right because they make the juicy series, which is an absolute hit parade. Delicious, like all the all juices great. that that's come. True. Yeah, yeah. But so they've been going for a long time. So I think their, their most recent releases have been. Yeah. Yeah, look, not 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 their best work. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So the, the the label reads an unconventional IPA with low bitterness and a rich mouthfeel. Oh, oh there's there's um, there's already a bit of trigger word. Trigger. Sorry, I put a should have put a trigger warning on this one. Yeah, it's not a trigger word because it's not a word. Combining it's pro- a trigger made up. <laughs> mouthfeel is not a word. Combining protein. Don't you look at me like that. Rich anyway. grains, <laughs> fruit <laughs> yeast, Australian hops, caramelized malts. Salt, vanilla, and milk sugar for added creaminess and a sweet. Finish. Eric's already Eric screwed up his face. Already had some. What like someone that? squirted l- fresh lemon juice into his face. I, I haven't had any. I'm just sniffing it. I'm oh, just you're just sniffing it. it. Okay, okay. I, I, I should really turn down by the by the the premise, and uh, the sniff has not has not. This is the, anything I feel like I feel like this is the sort of beer, Eric, that you would you would whack out at a new brew news you could use. Salted caramel. That's why I got it. Yeah. That's why I got it. I was like, this is like if Eric hasn't. Eric hasn't already written this down in his future new, new brew news. Eric's just dropped his phone. Dropped He's like, clearly had too many VBs. He's definitely going to pass a citizenship test. to look ahead at my new brew news you can use to make sure that this <laughs> the is The salt and caramel shake. Fumble my phone. Yeah. No, you're exactly right. This is right up my alley. Things that I would put to you guys. So thank you for putting it into real life here. Well, the nose is very, I, yeah. it's very conventional IPA. I, 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 sh- I should say I've been wanting to try this one for a long time. Oh, so well oh, done. Thank you. I'm, I'm, but I should also say mm. I'm generally not a fan of milkshake IPA. IPAs as a style because I feel like it's a style where the two main components are completely at odds with yeah. each other. Yeah. An IPA should be big, bitter, 
hoppy, malty, resinous. Well, this is saying that it's leaning, not particularly bitter. Leaning so. towards maybe citrusy flavours if you have to. Which but at the end of the day... Citrusy flavours. Milk- lime, though, goes nicely in a milkshake. No, a lime, Actually, milk, now a, getting, a lime milkshake is just green, so, green now, sugar. Now I'm smelling it. I'm sorry. I'm just I'm just going to update on the nose because we still haven't tasted it just so yet. A, the, the listeners are waiting for an update on the nose. Up, so, yeah. Update on the nose. It, I can actually smell the milkshake in the nose okay, now. Yeah. I couldn't through the head before, but it's it's. I can yeah. smell a bit of the milkshake. I was just going to say that, uh, so yeah, IPAs, uh, big, bitter, resinous, potentially citrusy, but mm. generally, and milkshakes, creamy, mm. uh, you know, sugary, sweet. So for me, those two things don't uh, gel correctly, in my opinion. Mm. So milkshake IPAs, I'm always slightly dubious of. Well, let's um, find out. Should right, we, uh, so let's, should we, yeah, let's should have, we have a, a simultaneous reaction here? Can't wait to see what right. Eric thinks of this. Oh, I like that. Oh, wow. I, I like that a lot. There was three seconds of absolute silence there. <laughs> well, we, we did not cascade our drinking. We didn't drink one at a time. I have to say, though. That's yummy. That's I very like tasty. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Three from three. All right. Wow. All right. Cheers that. Yeah. Cheers from that. Three ravens. <laughs> very nice. back on the train. <laughs> oh, I don't think we've ever had a podcast where we've just sat in, in, in silence whilst drinking the beer. I do kind of just want to say nothing, and, and this is very tasty. Our listeners need to go and get themselves a four-pack of the Salted Caramel Milkshake IPA and discover for themselves why the silence has descended. Not often, also, can I also point out, sure. not often Please the say three something. of us... Whilst we keep drinking. ...that the three of us are all absolutely in agreement. We're all very... Like, I'd quite happily... Drink a few pints of that. Probably not. It's not sessionable. I don't think it's sessionable. It's probably got a bit too much. You don't want no. This is a this no. Is this a is like a novelty. Two two pints. I think you'd have of that and you'd enjoy. I, I, agreed. The 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 thing that I will though. say, mm. having drunk beers like this before, is that sometimes the novelty flavors of a beer they fade as you drink the beer. Mm. So I'd be interested to know in 15 minutes time when we're, or maybe not even, maybe five, 10 minutes time, when we are getting to the second half of this can, if we're still getting those lovely salted caramel. Caramel, caramel. caramel. It might, so it might just taste like beer after a while. Maybe. We'll find out. Yeah. Here's one dimension that I feel like we don't usually touch on, but it's striking me here. We've got a salted caramel shake in front of us and this, the look the the eye feel, if you oh, will. Oh, for fuck, Aaron. Uh, <laughs> the, the eye feel of this beer looks super caramelly. It looks like a glass uh, of, it like... look like it would... It, would, it looks like a non-alcoholic beverage, I yeah, think, almost. Yeah, it's a beautiful, yeah. deep caramel color. Yeah, mm. it's a great point, Eric. It's, but, but you just fuck off with your eye feel. I'm sorry, unacceptable. You're talking about something that I genuinely love, graphic design and beer, and you had to go and sully it with the fucking eye feel. Wow. <laughs> It is a lovely can. It is. Um, it is. Yeah. There's. There's a little bit of caramel. There's some some dark brown. There's a pink. It's very. Um, very milk barry. I think we talked about milk bar style. Yeah. Very. Gra- very graphically pleasant. Whoever does the graphic design for Three Ravens uh, is is absolutely on fire. Their cans always look excellent. Yeah. Um, but this is very tasty. It's a strong choice. Mm. Mm. Two thumbs up. Literally stop to drink uh, the beer in the middle of that sentence. I'm realizing <laughs> that that's not. Yet the, 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 I'm still getting it. What what they this say in podcast true. school is don't stop halfway through a sentence to take a drink. <laughs> this is you know, good. If there's one thing you don't do, it is to stop in the. 
What is the, what is that? Very tasty. What is the um? What is this podcast school? Are you doubting that I went to podcast school? Is that what I'm hearing? No, here? I'm not. I, I just I just never heard of it before. Well, it's like broadcasting school, except for people that don't have any money. Right. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Is it on YouTube? It's yeah. So it's a it's a it's a 15 week online course, um, for three thousand dollars, two hundred dollars a week, and then this is how you learn the art of podcasting. You lost me at three thousand dollars. Yeah, no. yeah, well, I, you know, I lost my $3,000, but I came out a better podcaster for it. I'm actually starting my own uh, podcasting school, if you're interested. I'll give you guys a discount. The Karen Bullock uh, Podcasting School of Podcasting is what it's going to be called. Um, Cape so, yeah. Soz. Cape I didn't think that through. Um, the first day down payment of $1,000 will be due on receipt of your first uh, link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, absolutely. Yeah, no, there's a lot of prepayment required in that one. Eric, do you want to come into my podcast? School? I'm in, yeah. I'm I feel in, like there's yeah, a lot you could exactly. learn, you know? Yeah. Like, lesson one, don't fucking just make up words to annoy the other host. That's a very important, <laughs> oh, wait a wait a very let, important... Let me write this down. I, I think Eric's, uh... Eric's going to steal your I'll give content. you that one for free. Oh, okay. that's, that's a freebie. You're in danger of Eric starting his own podcast school. To go run up against your podcast oh, school hang on. in some sort of like X Men, like is that X Men? Do they have different schools where they fight up against each other? Yeah, they got the Y Men, the G Men, yeah, exactly, from Half Life, <laughs> um, the O Men. That, uh, they're that very school? religious that people. School of um, the School of the Upside, no, the Umbrella Hogwarts. Umbrella School or was, Umbrella Academy, um, Umbrella Academy. Oh, okay. Are you just making stuff up? Now? No, that's yeah, a, 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 that's a real thing. Yeah, I've seen that on Netflix. The kids, the kids at school are obsessed with it. Oh, it's a young people thing. I don't think it's a super young people. It's very violent. I think. Mm. Oh, okay. But the young people watch it. Ah, the young people watching the TV. <laughs> Violent TV shows. Yeah. Oh, what I taste. enjoyed earlier is mm. that um, we were watching the football by hooking up your laptop to our TV because t- the aerial on top of our house is so shit it can't even get TV. Can't even get the TV. We've got to get our TV through the internet because the aerial on top of the house was from 1975. Okay, let's... Okay. like. A real, real, real question here. Real question here. Science fiction question. If we hang on, you you can't say real question and then science fiction question. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like question, re- by real, yeah. by real, I mean. Are we going to Mars or not? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> Take it in the spirit in which it was intended. Uh, by real, I mean. I think this is a profound thought. Always dangerous for the first half of the podcast. So, if we would go back in in time. Or, or, or communicate with ourselves back in time. Oh, boy. In early 2000s. 2000 and, 2001, mm. right? Yeah. Go back to go back to little Kieran, little, little Eric, little Cal. I mean, in, in 2001, I was not little. By little, I mean, you know. Immature. Immature. Yeah, immature. yeah still and you fat. Say, you say, well, we, we, we were all carrying a few kilos. Eric was carrying some pounds. I've yeah, still got exactly. them. <laughs> Hello, 2001 gut. How are you doing? <laughs> Fine, thank you, Kieran. I thought we were meant to divorce. Nope, nope, you're stuck with me, pal. <laughs> Apart from that brief period in 2007 when you sort of got away, but I lassoed you with pies and sausage rolls and energy drinks. Delicious, delicious energy drinks. So, if we went back in, 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 in time, or got some sort of a message back in time, and you said to yourself at that point... What age are we? 15? 15, 16? Yeah, Two years from the end we'll, of our school? We'll say 15. We'll say 15. 15 year old ourselves. And you said, in 2021, yeah. you will be able to, for $25, connect and get any sport you like 
from the internet in anyone's house and hook it up to a 60-inch television or whatever. I don't know. I didn't. I, I was going to say, you pointed at my TV. I'd like to say very clearly for anyone listening, I do not have a 60-inch TV. How big is how big Very is it? important. I, I also don't That know. would be maybe 36. Is it 36? Okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't. 60 inch is like, you know, what John Travolta has in his is house. It? Okay. That's like, that's like you might as well I just imagine. build a cinema if you've got a 60 inches is, is a lot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a foot. Yeah. So 12 inches is a foot. Yep. Mm. That's a foot long sandwich. 12. Mm. And the TV is measured in foot long sandwiches. So I would say that TV is three foot long oh, yeah, no, sandwiches that. diagonal. That's a good analogy. I like so, that. So you're talking about a, a TV that is five foot long sandwiches on the diagonal. So think about it's huge, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, a big I boy. I think I've seen one of those at like some of the TAB, um, the, the the pokies bowls clubs that we've been to. Yeah, and that yeah. time we went to John Travolta's house. And that time, we <laughs> but John Travolta's school of podcasting. That's friend, a story for another yeah. time. Friend of the pod. I just wanted to go see his cool plane. <laughs> All his yeah. podcasting tips went straight over my head. <laughs> I was too busy going. Damn, he's got a Boeing seven oh seven. From Qantas, fucking cool, man. And that's why you're still doing antagonist. Like he told you not to do antagonistic mm. things. Like have a go at about an oh, Eric no, about his no, made up no. words. He'd said oh, yeah, those no, words. No, I remember no, that no. bit, but you were too busy getting starstruck. John, um, John Travolta has a runway at his house. Seriously, this is a picture. This is genuinely. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting because I know that you're getting to a, a, a right. point. I'm, but I'm, I'm, you've got to. Okay. I think you've got to incredible. see John Travolta's fucking house. Because he flies planes, I assume you knew that. I did know that. I did know that. His his house, I don't know where it is, probably in like LA County or something, has a runway for a 707. Didn't he fly for Virgin or something at some point? No, no, he bought it. He bought it. So this here, that's that's his house. And like, that's the Boeing, that's the Qantas Boeing 707. And but then out here is like, um, he's got like a full runway because. You know, so he, he basically, oh he's, he, I don't know, I don't know if he bought an airport and turned it into a house or if he just, you know, but like, that's his house <laughs> and he's got like a full length runway because he owns and flies oh a Boeing God. 707 and he just like lands his plane and then pulls up to the house and gets out. How big is a 707? Are they? That's, that's like a, that's bigger than a 737. It's bigger than a threat 737? Yeah, so when they went from the 707, when they invented the 737, it was like, okay, let's take the 707 and just make it a little bit smaller. He flies a plane to his house that's bigger than a 737. Yeah, like a vintage that's jet. That's crazy. He's a crazy man. He clearly, <laughs> I didn't realize how crazy. It's a, it's an ex-Qantas that's cool. 707 and so, he's got it in the, in the livery of the time. Oh, it's a wow. fucking beast. It's, have you got a picture of it, Eric? Is that what you're looking at? Yeah. Oh, that's a Pan Am one. See if you can mm. find a picture of John Travolta's seven oh seven. Wow. Yeah. Because yeah, he did. He did some. Um, he did some. He's done some promotional work with Qantas. Why wouldn't you? Dude's got a fucking old Qantas plane. It's cool. He's flying a museum piece around. Very cool. Yeah. Like like that's that's like driving around in like a like a Rolls Royce from the. Yeah, like a 1950s Rolls Royce. Yeah. Like you've got to maintain to be able to maintain a Boeing 707. Yeah, it's His pretty. Planes mental. are crazy to maintain, aren't they? There's like a lot of. I mean, a lot of engineering and yeah, because you'd have to be it would have to be like flight worthy. He yeah. would have to keep to fly it. He would have to maintain it to a standard like a current FAA standard. Wow, that is dope looking. Yeah, oh, that is so pretty. Yeah, how good is that? I That's mean, cool. you know, Face Off's pretty great, but you know, the rest of his movies, I you know, take or leave. But you know, I don't John Travolta's a dude. 
I don't mind a bit a of uh, a crazy dude, though, as we've clearly found out. All right, so to bag, tag back to my hypothetical. Sorry, I went on a oh, massive yeah. tangent. There. That's all right. It's, I think that's the that's our that's our. And fi- I would right. say to my fifteen-year-old self, have a fucking look at John Travolta's house. That would be the first <laughs> thing I would say, and then I'd move on. To and then you'd be things. like, how do I do that? The internet hasn't been invented properly. No, I dial up at... Oh, no, I was at 15 where we were dialing yeah, up. Were you yeah. getting pictures of John Travolta's house at that point? Oh, I was probably getting pictures of Pamela Anderson's yeah. house. Oh, so, hey! <laughs> <laughs> now, at 15, we were, we were right. plugging in at 9pm. 9, 9 All right, get... but, but like, <laughs> I am... I am... <laughs> oh, yeah. Without... People had to use the phone, yeah. yeah. Without so, pause, right? With, without with, pause. with no... With no... Cracks um, about John Travolta. No cracks. No, about, cracks no, 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 I was going to say, without any lag, my computer there yeah. is able to access, I can go anywhere, get onto the Wi-Fi and access live sport yeah. from anywhere, like from all over the world and plug it into a giant television yeah. and get incredible quality of, of sound. That was very crisp quality, yes. Would you have believed that would be possible? Because that, that blows my mind. If I if I empathise with my fifteen year old self looking back, that is extraordinary. I think what's more extraordinary is the capacity to watch it on your phone wherever you are. I think if you said to me at fifteen that you know we'd be able to use our computers to watch sport, you know, like that wouldn't. But the fact that we can watch, like I was, so I just came back from Adelaide. And I was at the airport with Paul, hmm. waiting to catch the 901 bus back to Broadmeadows. <laughs> and I realised that the Crusaders were playing the Blues at Eden Park, and I have a Stan Sports membership. Oh. So I stood there on the airport Wi-Fi, watching the Crusaders belt the living shit out of the Blues. <laughs> that, that to me, is, is potentially more impressive. Because like really? when I was 15, mobile phones were just coming in, and they looked not dissimilar. The audience can't see this, but not dissimilar to your little brick here, the little Nokia oh. thing. Tiny screen, black and white, maybe a little bit of color, buttons. How if, can you if, improve if you, on perfection? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I think it's it, where the internet and streaming has become most impressive is is the the ability to take it anywhere. That's what impresses me. The fact that I could stand at Melbourne Airport on their Wi-Fi See, like, watching the Crusaders play the Blues was pretty. I was like, yeah, this is. I think this is a thing. Being able to stream it to your TV. I can understand. I can I understand don't know why would, you think wouldn't that would impress me at that age. And I think that on an intellectual level, I I do agree with you. But in terms of my enjoyment and like my pure like excitement, I'm actually. I think that the the beautiful, inc- the incredible picture that I get on that television massive that is a massive picture that is better than you would go to like the best pub to go and watch the footy at yeah that's a better quality picture and sound than you would have got back in the day and i've just got it at your house randomly plug and play through an hdmi cable that's that's amazing to me i i actually because i think for me being able to actually see the game on a large screen and and get the good quality sound is probably more important in terms of my enjoyment of the sport. I don't know. I what guess, do you think, Eric? Yeah. No. So I would say I think I'm I'm coming on Team Kieran here, and mm. that at least growing up in the U.S. That's some it, great air feel from you, Eric. Magnanimous in the U.K.B. Uh, like you got podcast the, school. 
You always had that buddy with the super nice cable package. It was like, you can watch any sport you want. And sure enough, there'd be like German table tennis or something on. So the the, the breadth of, of options out there doesn't really strike me, but the connectivity of it. Yeah, I, I, to, to be told that I, I had it in my pocket, I think that would be the bit that struck me. Less so than connecting up to the TV, but I like I, I get the idea behind the thought, yeah. And I think that probably would have yeah. totally blown my mind. Was that it's I'm going to I'm going to uh, I'm going to snip out the guy with the nice cable package and just <laughs> thank you. Seemed like a little bit of a pervert. That seemed like a fun screen grab. Uh, we all like turn it into some German techno. Uh, just get some nice cable package. Nice cable package. I guess what we what 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 Eric and I think are on the same wavelength about is um, at 15. I think the concept of high definition TV is quite an abstract mm. you know comparing it to the CRTs of the time like if you if you said hey in 20 years the picture's going to be crisper and cleaner I don't think you necessarily know what that would even really look like mm. whereas like the idea of hey you'll be able to watch the TV you're watching now but you'll be able to watching it on a screen in your pocket anywhere mm. to me is arguably the most oh. impressive thing and it's and I feel like it's a more tangible concept to get your head around is like hey I'm going to take what we have now, but it's going to be in my pocket. That's pretty cool. Maybe where we're coming from here, though, is I don't actually have a smartphone. So no, it I, just doesn't let me make just let so me hard. just waggle your Nokia 3110. Do the eye feel for the for the listeners there at home in front of the. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, boys. I, I regret saying ear feel. That, that's, uh, I could see that's the instant a, regret on your face. It's a moment I'll, I wish I could have. I'll back. just make. I'll just make a ha ha. <laughs> I made a joke. I instantly regretted it. <laughs> At what cost? How's the shake holding up for you both? Are you um, still enjoying it? Finding I mean, it exciting and edifying in a beer in, in, in all the ways that a beer can be? I think it's, it's I think it's one of those beers you've got to you've got to put in and you've just got to hold it in your mouth for a few seconds to warm and then it really reveals itself. Mm. You know, like a yeah. like a dirty old man in a trench coat. <laughs> It's you've got to you've got to look at it. You've Having never held focus on. on it, and then then it reveals. <laughs> if you just if you just drink this and knock it back, I don't think you get any of the flavour. But if you if you sit it in the mouth for a few seconds, it just <laughs> it just reveals. I do not itself. want to know about you sitting dirty old men in the mouth, Karen. That's. I'm just saying that if you if you keep it in your mouth for a few seconds, it opens up, reveals itself to you. I don't know what the fuck you're I'm thinking with you. about. I'm, I, again, I'm on Team Kieran. I find this yeah very similar to an old. I was man just making it. himself to me that, I, like to, that I'd like to hold in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, um, getting loose on a Friday night. Eric and I took a little paddle down the Yarra the other day. Mm. In search of a, a geocache yes, um, in the middle of the Yarra. And Eric had brought with him, being the kind and sensible man, he'd, he'd brought with him six beers, which we, which we had. We, we had a lovely paddle down the Yarra, and Eric was forced to admit that paddling after dark is absolutely the lovely. way to go. It's yeah. truly gorgeous. Cannot recommend it highly enough. Um, we'll have to go out and do it one day. And we paddled down, we had a couple of beers, we were getting a little bit loose because we were exercising heavily and I hadn't eaten, and I think you, you hadn't eaten either, had you? A little something. You'd had a little, a little snack. Something. Yeah, it was so we were way. getting pretty loose, got down there, we had a little scramble, couldn't find the geocache. On our way back, I had the thought that we could, I was having so much fun enjoying drinking the beers, I thought, 
where could we get more beers from? And my mind immediately went to Ponyfish Island. Okay. So I said to Eric, you know what would be awesome? Ponyfish we... Island, which is a bar under a bridge on the water in the middle of Melbourne. So we're, we're paddling back up the Yarra, back upstream, going a little bit slower. And I said to Eric, Eric, we should see whether if we go to Ponyfish Island, someone will buy us a beer. Being the eternal optimist that I am. Yeah. I thought that mm. if I reckoned if... We, because we got a, earlier on, we got a couple who were at Arboria Float to take a photo True. from Arboria yeah. Float, and then they sent us the photo, right? They did, yeah. So yeah. We, we did get a photo early on, um, and so I was feeling full of the milk of the of human kindness and um, and also the kindness of, of strangers, and I have with this spirit of trust in humanity uh, we, we approached Ponyfish Island we paddled up and there were two middle aged women who were sitting having a glass of wine our intention was we say hey if, if I pass you up our oh um, wow there's the photo yeah okay. if, I, if I pass you up <laughs> our wallet and my wallet will you go to the bar with my card you gave them your pay. wallet tap so and pay like right that. will you buy us a beer well we were quite tipsy by this point we'd, we'd both had too much beer let's be honest we thought it was a great idea. Mm. I thought it was a great idea. Eric thought it was a pretty funny idea. I think. Yeah, yeah I, I'll give you that. He didn't think it was going to work, though. Mm. So we start, <laughs> We struck up a conversation. Eric was like, yes, I am pre- quite prepared for you to hand your wallet to some random <laughs> people on the shore. <laughs> I'm absolutely down to watch that there's chaos another, There's another angle to all this, but continue. So um, we, we paddled up and we, start, we struck up a conversation and... We found these these really nice two really nice women. I've completely forgotten their names. Do you do you remember Eric? You I'll have to go back to the text message. But uh, um, wow, yeah, we, yeah, we found Janice and Shaquali. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, yeah thank you. You know, you know them. Okay, big fans. They were um, they, they there was a woman from Port uh, Phillip Island. Sorry, mm-hmm. we start we started having a conversation about Phillip Island, um, and the other woman though. Where was she from, Eric? Where could she be from? Uh, but the, uh, the Minnesota. Most... Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> she was from Minnesota. Oh, it's uh, so bizarre. This, and then there's so many bizarre details that lead to that. That uh, that how did that come out? But like the second sentence out of Cal's mouth is like, "Hi, I'm Cal, and this guy over here, he's from Minnesota." <laughs> it just so played out that one of the first not even, things you not say even a name immediately to not these even people. A name. Well, they were up on the pylon under I think the bridge, I was... and we were down on the water. You're like, hey, this is this, this is this, and he's from Minnesota. I think it was... And that was what hooked him. That was what hooked him. I think it was... I was commenting on how you potentially felt awkward about this, because you're very polite, because you're from Minnesota. I think I think that was the angle. You, you were like, oh, this, is, this seems like I might be imposing on people. Yeah. I don't necessarily... I, these people, they seem like they're having a nice time. I don't want to get in the way of their date. Whereas I was of the opinion... If, if, for instance, if it was a date, right, and someone, two guys randomly paddle up in a kayak and they give you their card, of course I go to the bar and buy them beers because how how could you better impress someone about how cool and with it you are? Making a memory. That's a good move. Making a memory. It's a good move. Um, I would be like, can I have uh, can I have two beers for the gentleman in the kayaks, and then four beers for myself and my date? And can you just keep those four beers under there, unopened for me, and I'll come back for them once the canoers have pissed off. 
So what happened? How much did those two beers cost you? It wasn't uh, seventy-five dollars by any chance, was it? So there's another twist in the story. Oh, you should pick up the narrative here. There's a very interesting twist in this story, and that the whole way up, I'm thinking I'm getting this Minnesotan guilt in my belly, thinking, man, I don't want to bother these people. They're having a nice (laughs) night out. I don't want to go up and shout to them, hey, 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 down here in the water. (laughs) And sure enough. Cal paddles up with like his, a total asshole yeah, with, with his Australian uh, charisma. Uh, hey, mate, uh, Australian charisma. Uh, wow. So he he starts chatting him up, and we were we were both drunk at this phase. I'd we say. were, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, and drunken paddling. We we started introducing ourselves, talking about what we're doing, and Cal starts getting to the the, the crux of the whole thing. Uh, could you get us a beer? And the the framing of it was. Would you be like we're thinking since you're up there, we're down here. Could you get us a beer? Could you get us a beer? And so, and sure enough, we're talking with these two women, late middle aged, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, and then while the we're discussion a really nice conversation, it was great. Cal has put the prop- that we've propositioned these women. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> the, 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 I'm it so well. There's another screen grab for the, for the promo. <laughs> the women, and I noticed one woman walk off. And I'm thinking, and I say, hey, Cal, give her your wallet. Hey, Cal, give her your wallet. And she's gone. <laughs> she's and gone, the, yeah. the discussion's still going. I'm floating a few meters away. Cal's right up there chatting up this other lady. I thought she'd just and gone she, to the bathroom. Or playing yeah, the long game. So she, sure enough, this woman comes back and says, hey, here are your beers. So it wasn't that we went up to the bar and asked these two women to buy us, to 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 go with Cal's wallet to buy us a beer. We paddled up, went up to two old ladies, and basically harass them into buying beers <laughs> buying beers for us and so to this moment i feel super guilty that it was like this woman comes back with beers and i i i don't i don't snap at people often but i said cal you were supposed to give them your wallet I, I, I had it in my hand so we harassed these two old ladies into buying us beers and they were kind enough to do it because one of them was a minnesotan and a minnesotan could always be bullied into buying <laughs> buying potentially i don't know these like Sea bums. We were river bums at this point. Um, River bums at this point. My uh, my version of this story is a lot more charitable, and I think a lot more exciting (laughs) for 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 us. Yeah, yeah. I I think we made memories. um, True. And I fully intended to trust somebody with. I I think. I think that I should be given credit for fully intending mm. to trust somebody with my card. Mm. I did not intend to bum a beer off anybody. I just wanted the story of somebody having <laughs> bought me a beer with my own money from the bar. I was very happy to mm. very happy to put my money there. And I did actually have my wallet out. I, we just, I remember we were just rightly, having a nice conversation. I remember rightly hearing a story, Eric, where you were you were paddling down the Yarra, oh, and people people like literally oh, yeah. people that were drinking on the shore don't, threw beers at you. Don't you throw that in my I've got a feeling. I've got a feeling that you knew beer. that if you loitered uh, long enough around the bar in your canoe, that someone would buy you a beer. Well, don't pretend like this was some sort of innocent mistake. So me, this was, quite frankly, a ruse. Let me climb off my. <laughs> because that's climb out of your true. high canoe, and I forgot that I shared that story. That in the yeah, previous you got it's a mistake. I you got you got a track record, or should I say, a river record yeah. of um, 
after being a river rat just paddling down being like oh I'm so thirsty Whoa. if only someone could give me beer I'm parched oh, I'm man. parched so after Cal and I propositioned these older ladies there was a previous <laughs> instance where I had perhaps taken advantage of some drunk young men and, uh, <laughs> another screen grab oh my god oh, yeah. Yeah. we have to turn this into a German techno. This is this is like, the uh, like, you know, you're Liam. the episode where Eric gets himself fined because of his indiscretions. <laughs> I was propositioning these two old ladies. I was propositioning these young men, taking advantage of these drunk young men on the shore. Um, oh, and then the other one that I can't Eric remember. So bad. Yeah. To be fair, he's sitting there just drinking a full long neck, just out of the bottle, not even bothering with the glass, just sitting there. Well, there is something to be said that you being out alone on the river and people along the river drinking there there's a connection there and yeah. we've proven that on two separate distinct occasions that people want people to be love part it. of your life out on the high sea they see this <laughs> as river rats they see us out we there. were vagabonds yeah you know? out yeah. on the waves and these land lovers they say boy i wish that was me and, <laughs> it's like uh, that it's like that uh, chapter in wind in the willows oh, where the where the where the where the um mole meets the the um the sea rat Mm. Oh, that's a specific reference. Mm. Well, I just my kids just read *Win in the Willows* last year, and and there's a, there's a specific chapter where he gets all he gets all wistful about never having been to sea and never had never <laughs> having been traveled to Istanbul and whatnot. And it's very um it's a very poignant moment in what in, is otherwise quite a funny and I guess um gently satirical book. Hmm. Very clever piece of writing. But there's this one chapter that's very kind of sad, really. Mm. It's a sad chapter. Have yeah. you got? Hang on. Have you got a canoe? I I borrowed one. Yeah, you're my Bo- friend. Yeah. You borrowed a canoe from a friend. Yeah, borrowed a canoe. I was going to say If you really want, if you really want to ramp up this game, yeah. you've got to go out on a Friday or a Saturday night. Like we should be out doing it right now. True. You got to go out in the full pirate garb, and I reckon you could scam. Six or seven beers just by going up and down the <laughs> just yard. Just have a rip up. In your inflatable yeah. canoes, wearing the pirate garb. Just been ah, yar. Yeah. Could you throw a salty old sea dog a Victoria bitter young lady? <laughs> I reckon you add a pirate costume to the scam and you guys are set. I, 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 I'm, I'm sad that you turned our beautiful connection with two random people and their act of generosity into some sort of sordid, sordid escapade on, on my part. It's time so- to plunder the yarrow for booty, booty, and drinking. That's exactly. Well, the Minnesota, the other oh. Minnesotan and I truly had that that honest Minnesotan connection that you have, but otherwise it was a. A transactional thing where, I, <laughs> where we provided this other older lady with the attention of two young men. Oh, geez, oh my god, Eric! Oh, it didn't go down like this. You are, Listeners. you are not gonna make your citizenship test. <laughs> yeah, you wait are, a minute, can we keep that in, you are this on, in the can? You are on the way out. Asia are like, okay, that's that's the fourth sordid thing you said. Let's let's send a uh, let's send the uh, let's becoming... send the ambulance to apartment one sixteen Spray Street. <laughs> We'll call back to the very first episode of the Variable Cow. Very nice. Not giving out my actual address. That's um, sensible. I think that's important. That's I important. feel like Big Dog's tried to do it at least three times. Mm. <laughs> well, there we go. Tales from the High Yarra. Exactly. Wow. Well, it sounds like i got to get myself a fucking canoe. You do. Yeah, it's good true. fun. We're going to have another little adventure. And a pirate hat. 
agree. Yar. Get the three of us out there for a little uh, podcast from the high seas. A little high sea hoon. Yesterday afternoon, I received my email that my appointment for interview and test had come up. So hey. actually, less than one week from today, Thursday at 2 p.m., I'm going to be taking the citizenship test. Wow. That's amazing. Congratulations, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, we, no wonder if you got a couple of long acts well, of VB. Exactly. You're just I trying to... to something. Sort of, well, you, <laughs> you know, when you go in there, they'll scan your bloodstream for... Um, low-end alcohol content and they'll be like oh story checks out he's about 30 yeah. percent vb they'll probably also check your bag so make sure you've got a couple of stubbies of vb just right oh, oh you want to check my yeah. bag sir yeah just uh, there's my like, uh, this is my koala right. toy this is right. and my like six pack of vb yeah. and my collingwood membership uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right sir you've passed the test it's not too much to ask you guys i've got some study questions oh i love it yeah absolutely i will almost certainly fail those questions that's that's cool almost definitely yeah, I, I will probably fail them as well. Let's do it. So yeah, sure. I have. I, I, I have been studying. The government is kind enough to provide a study book called Australian Citizenship: wow. Our Common Bond. Yeah, okay. And it it, it, it informs. They uh, can't take away my state citizenship, so I'm just going <laughs> to say it. That sounds like a load of wank to me. I believe I can still be deported, so yeah, I, I need to tread carefully. <laughs> so, Think I would have to commit a crime, but don't rule it out. So this little this little booklet it kind of helps out uh, 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 the huddled masses like myself uh, <laughs> and, and coming into this land of opportunity. So starving, I, I, starving, cold, and taking advantage of young men. <laughs> well, yes, you gotta and middle-aged ladies I'm on the road. But uh, I'm here now. Question um, number one: If you're in an inflatable canoe <laughs> and you see two middle-aged ladies drinking at a bar, what do you do? There, there is a canoe portion of do it. Do you just um, you just you just row on past, don't say a word. B. B. Do you give do them you a friendly g- wave and say, "G'day, Sheila's, how's it going?" C. Do you go up and say, "Love, you couldn't go and grab us a couple of froths from the bar, could you, love?" Here's my card. Yeah. All right. So I've got a few practice questions from yep. a little uh, a quiz here. I'll run them past you. Yep. Start with some easy ones, like uh, uh, who's who's the Australian head of state? Who uh, can you head of state? Uh, you know this one. I uh, mean, it's, oh fuck! It's the Queen, isn't it? It's the Queen. It's the Queen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, right. Right. Yeah. What is but the, then you've got the Governor General, who is the representative of the Queen. Representative. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Next one for you. What's the what is the uh, title of the Australian national anthem? Um, bonds of tunes for banging <laughs> dudes. I don't know. Like, <laughs> oh, you're never gonna get in here. Stars and let stripes. You... <laughs> no, yeah. stars and stripes. What's forever. the title no, of it? Yeah. It's in the it's in the anthem. That'd be a, uh, probably an advanced Australian Australia. fair. Well done. Right. So is, it still, is it still called that though? It is. It is. Getting rid of. They tried that. We had a referendum on bonds of bonds of tunes for banging dudes. And by that I mean dudes who are banging for banging blokes. go banging blokes though. Probably also have it for the other way. Yeah. So they give you some softies. Now I got some curveballs oh, for right, you. So right, okay, so uh, uh, just under the uh, the uh, Union Jack. That's there, out a- swingers here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. curveballs. Good grief. <laughs> just outside off. Seven pointed star on the flag. Seven pointed star. What are, what is the seven points for? I believe that is for the seven states and or territories of, right. uh, of Australia, which I can say I've been to all of. Nice. Can you say that? I can say that. Yeah, yeah. Eric, yeah. can you I, say that? Uh, I, would no, say, no. I would say most Australians 
haven't been to True. all seven states no. and territories, but I have. No, I, well, I, I hate to jump in here. You're, it, it's wrong. That's, that's, oh, for, fuck that's, that's for good luck. Okay, next question. Who is the best? Sorry look- for good luck. Good luck. Who, what? Next question. Who is the best looking prime minister? That's on the test. Hang on. Who is what the best the looking prime minister? Who's the best looking prime minister? Yeah. I, okay. Callum, can you there's, smell that? A, it smell bullshit. Wait, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Best looking prime minister. Best looking prime minister is a tough one. Um, I mean, look. I mean, Bob Hawke. He was a. He was an oddly was. handsome man. Even, even. I was to say even. I now. mean, I'm, I, mean I, am, I am. I am mildly but... attracted to his ability to drink. Um, yeah, yeah, no, he's, he's just. A, he's a sharp looking bloke. Uh, he, uh, you're wrong again. Wow. It's, it's first term Alfred D. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, look, that is a that is a beautiful. Right, maybe you'll beautiful maybe you'll get it here. Make sure you send me that picture. We got to put it that up exactly. Next one. How many women are government officials allowed to abuse per calendar year? It's top. It's topical. <laughs> this is the 2021 test. Oh, uh, okay. How many women? Uh, I, I, define government officials. Well, so I, I, I'm going to stab you. It, it's, it's a tricky one. It's a trick question. Yeah. There's, there's no limit. It's as many as you yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so the final one, this is the last one. Hashtag what satire. Is, yeah, wow. Yeah, exactly. This is good from you, Eric. This is what good is, politics. Good good politics. What is, what is the uh, very best beer in Australia? Well, uh, that's a tough one, Eric. I mean, we could, there's a lot of options here. A lot of options. You could... Um, <laughs> if you're talking may... about a classic, you know, <laughs> rounded... I, I feel like the Stomagram Pale Ale is obviously an iconic mm-hmm. beer. It's an iconic beer. If you're beer. talking about something that everyone can get anywhere in the country... <laughs> Yeah, potentially. If, you get, if you're having to lean to CUB, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like even like a lazy yeah could maybe do the trick. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, here he goes. Here he goes. Yeah, oh, you were going to drink that whole long neck? <laughs> were you going drink, to drink that whole milk? No. You drink? <laughs> that one's also a trick question. Because BB is the, the only beer recognized by the government as truly beer. So uh, <laughs> I, I hate to say it. But you both you both failed the citizenship test, and I feel like you haven't been good study buddies for me. Uh, but yeah, I hope I do better next week. That was good, uh, Eric. That I feel like good. Eric, if you do uh, become an Australian citizen, and and if that makes you eligible for government, I'm kind of torn because I think it would be good to see you go into the current government and maybe make some Confuse reforms them. around the notion of how many people you can sexually abuse. <laughs> but at the same time, I feel Very like good. your stance on what Topical is Australia's worst beer our best beer would be um, bad would be bad yeah so like you know you gotta take the good with the bad you know? <laughs> I got my people, people being gotta... equal and respected good mm. people then also having to drink VB very bad <laughs> VB Eric very bad <laughs> oh lots of benefits out there well for me as an American there's lots of benefits out there I could yeah, can, not having to that, go back to America. That Hellenist piece one, yeah, the Australian passport's so potent. I can I could visit Iran if I wanted to. Nice on my on my Australian passport. Yeah, but then you is wouldn't be able to go back to America. Your, uh, to do list, Eric? it is not. No, it is not. Yeah. Uh, that would mean you wouldn't be able to go back to America. If you went to Iran on another passport, surely. That I think it still sure counts. Yeah, no, really? you, you, you may be right. I don't know. I'd be, won't tell I'm Uncle just going to say it now, Eric. I'd be very careful about doing any spontaneous trips to Iran. <laughs> just, you know, wow. like... Don't just think that because you've got one passport, you, you know, you can't... The, the, the other guys don't know about one it. one in each hand. The CIA... <laughs> you think it's just ASIO that listen to this podcast, but the CIA are also there... Hi, Frank. How you doing? How are the kids? Good to see you. 
you know, yeah, no, Eric's Eric's got it all figured out. He's got three cups. He's got his American passport under one cup. He's got his Australian <laughs> passport under the other cup, and the other cup's empty. Yeah, oh, he's exactly. just flicking them around. He's going the, choose the it, choose a cup, any cup, any <laughs> passport. Do you know what's under the third cup? The CIA. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the only thing left uh, to, to cover on my little to-do list is the classic new brew news that you can here use. Go. Uh, uh, I've got three beers here that I want to get just your initial impressions on. So, okay. So our first one right out the gates is, uh, this is from Moondog. You've heard yep. of Moondog. This Love is, Moondog. It's a potent one. Six and a half. Somewhere uh, that we've done a podcast, but then we've also done a podcast of Three Ravens. So very that was, true. It was the scene of the infamous noodle incident. Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh, Callum got his noodle out. Moondog, Timothy, Tamothy, Slamothy, oh. chocolate biscuit, milk stout, six and a half percent. Does that strike you? What are your thoughts? Well, this is a bit of a new one, Eric, because you are you are you're bringing up a new brew that you can use that's not actually new because I have actually had You've that had before. It before. You? So it's a re-release. It's a re-release. Um, oh, I I have to say, anytime you add flavors to a beer. Sometimes they can be hit and miss. And I find chocolate beers are very much in that category of mm. hit or miss. Sometimes you'll drink a beer and you're like, this is the most chocolatey, delicious thing I've ever had in my life. And then sometimes you're drinking chocolate beer and you don't get any of it. Mm, yeah. Like the peanut, but the, the, the Belching mm. Beaver, a favorite of ours. Why is it so good? Is Because it's very peanut buttery. Peanut butter. The Come hit on it's fantastic. Yeah. When I had the uh, Timothy, Timothy, Slamothy, whatever it's called... I just didn't get enough chocolatey biscuitiness from it. Yeah, I... You didn't love it. It didn't smack me in the mouth like I wanted chocolate beer to smack me in the mouth. And mm. I, I find that a lot with chocolate beers. Mm. So yeah. I never get enough of the chocolate. Mm. Um, I'd probably try it. Yeah. I'd probably try it. try. I probably wouldn't be like... I may have drunk it too cold. I'll tell you my problem on this one. I'm not, personally, I've got a high bar for feeling like a dickhead, but there's no way in the world <laughs> I'm going up to a bar and saying, can I have a Timothy Timothy Slamothy without feeling like a huge fucking dickhead? I'm going to say... Go, if I'm going to say... Eric, that's the most me. swear words I think I've ever I mean, heard you say in a single sentence. Is that this podcast? No, absolutely. No, I'm just I commenting know. on... Your critique is based on the name and saying Yeah, that. like... I, I, I guess like, it's like, like people... like a cheeky name in a beer... So, yeah, it's like people that name uh, their cat or much. dog something extravagant, and that's they have to go to the park much. and be like, Timothy Tim. "Melon Ball Sunshake." Melon, like, why, why are you yelling out Melon Ball Sunshake? <laughs> oh, that's the name of my little poodle. It's like, oh, okay, no wonder it fucking ran away. <laughs> I've got my dignity. I'm Surely saying. you just call it. You just shorten that to Sunny or something, wouldn't you? Tim, oh. You just wouldn't you just go like, "Oh, I'll have the Tim Tam." I'll have the Tim Tam beer. That's what I would say. As a, as a, you wouldn't go up and be like, "Give me the Timothy Timothy Slamothy." Yeah, exactly. you wouldn't do that. I will have three hundred and eighty-five milliliters. Oh, you only do it in a fancy. Okay, fair enough. I'll have the Timothy Slamothy. So here's a here's a striking. Well, okay, we'll go on to number two. Here's a striking one. I went all the way back to the homeland for this. Uh, this is from a, a, a joint called Burns Family Artisan Ales, Good based group. in uh, Denver, Colorado. Another over the top name. Uh, right. Cut it down. This is a oh, this is a nine point one percent. Like it. This is called uh, Genealogical right. V Six. Honeydew and cilantro. It's nine point one percent. It's a wild ale. Honeydew oh and cilantro. God. Wild ale. Nine point one percent. Now just, to, just I really have to think to imagine what that's going to taste like. Honeydew's a melon, right? Just to, yeah, just to clarify, our, our, cri- our no criteria melons, is pint untasted. I thought we said we were a no melon podcast. 
Absolutely. Yes, Eric. Eric, we said that. You yes, two said yeah, that. I hate you that two one. said yeah, that. No melons. I thought it would stir things up. Yeah. Oh, I, mean, okay. I, would, I would rather die than drink this. But <laughs> I'm putting it to you. <laughs> I, I love melons. Oh. I'd probably give it a bash. It's a no, even though it's it is no too me. alcoholic for me. Oh, Nine point okay. one. That's that's. I'm falling on my ass. I, I cut back to my earlier theory that um, quite often the fruit flavors in a beer don't actually taste like the fruit flavors. So honeydew melon, that's a no from me. But a wild ale, I'd be tempted to try it. I certainly wouldn't order a pint of it. Because as we've mentioned, melons are the devil's vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> the devil's vegetable. The devil's vegetable. So we've got a, we've got a no. <laughs> I've got a hard no from Kira. And I I look I I'd taste it as well. Mm. I think I'd. Quite possibly, I I think I'd I'd only be able to drink it, pot of it because nine nine point one percent. That's mm. that's gonna put you on your ass pretty quickly. I would mm. only want to drink it on the proviso that it doesn't taste like the ingredients that it says that it's made. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> if it didn't taste like honeydew and coriander, is that what you I'll said? Have one of yeah, your. Oh, yeah. uh, if it just tasted yeah. wildy and soury and beery, I'd be like, this is alright. So Eric, you've got one more for us. I believe yeah, one more for you. This, this is, is traditional. This is from the local uh, Bodrigi uh, hey, Brewing. Yeah, right. Very nice. This is five point five percent. It's a. That's a it's good a sweet, space. sweet it's a spot. Tribute to America's favorite first lady. Classic, full of uh, 2,000 liters of watermelon. This is the Water oh, Melania. Eric. Water Melania. Uh, <laughs> from Bo- oh, oh, wait a minute. Let me get my glasses here. No. Oh, it's Watermelony. Water <laughs> you did melony. actually take your glasses off. Watermelony. It's a watermelon beer. It, it does say it's a tribute to an American craft beer classic with a bunch of watermelon in it. Um so oh, I know that the Anderson Valley is probably yeah, yeah, what they're, yeah, what they're um, yeah, referring yeah, yeah. to there. Yeah, yeah. I would be in on that. Have you got two melon beers just to stir shit with Kieran? Is that, is that why you've done that? Well, this is a bigger stir discussion. Stir shit with himself. He doesn't it's like a, melon. It's a bigger discussion. Melon we know that you're a hard no on both of those. Melon, melon free since okay episode 43. Um, so anyway, on this on this watermelon beer, I'm a hot yes. You in? I think I hit you guys with a watermelon beer before. You're a yes. I'm a yes on that one. What's what's? I, I may have in my outrage not listened to the description of the beer. What is it? Is it a sour? Is it a, an ale? What is what is it? What are we uh, at here? It, it 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 doesn't actually give me anything besides uh, watermelony. Oh, um, in that case, no. Okay, because <laughs> I've always wanted I've always wanted the the watermelon sour. Stomping ground, stomping ground, the stomping ground watermelon smash. I've always wanted more. I, I, I don't mind that beer. I like it, but I've always wanted a bit more watermelon in that. Yeah, mm, we've gone to the researchers here. Okay, so it's a hazy watermelon ale. Uh, Kieran's not about nah. it. Nah, he's not about it. Is it a hard no from UK? That's a that's a medium no. Yeah, okay. I'm not interested. So you'd, you'd have a you'd have a taster. I'd have a taste of it, but I would expect to be disappointed. There's a question for you. Of all global leaders. Who do you reckon would have the best taste in beer? I have a feeling that most world leaders would drink Peroni Blue Ribbon. Like do you in know- public, they drink he, he they drink um, Bud Light, mm. right? That that mm. would be or, or Miller Light, right? Yeah, well, yeah, it, it ties into so, so many things. Yeah, because well, you had Tony Al- uh, Tony Abbott showing it like getting snapped by the paparazzi carrying a big thing of peroni uh yeah you had uh people saying george w bush won because he was the candidate they wanted to have a beer with you got like mm. uh mm. wanting to have a beer with and them having good beer taste are two separate things well that's mm. i think boris johnson would be a great dude to go uh, on the tiles yeah. with 
He's just an awful Prime Minister and probably <laughs> generally an awful person. But like <laughs> Boris Johnson, he's kind of a party guy yeah. anyway. Like, you know, going down to the pub with Boris Johnson would be a damn fine time. Yeah. But he's not pulling out the top quality stomachgram pale ales or the, <laughs> the, two, the three raven salted caramel milkshake IPA. He's going straight to a Heineken tap. Yeah. And he's doing 15 pints. <laughs> Wine and Paying pay. off some reporters. By the look of that nose. For all the disgraceful stuff that we <laughs> By do. the look of that nose, he certainly is. You go out to, but like, hey, Boris, you know, like, um, <laughs> yeah. haven't, haven't you got, like, haven't you got a cabinet meeting at 8 a.m. tomorrow? It doesn't matter, Karen. Just drink this pint and then run over, take your pants off and, and hump that pinball machine. Like... I never can do anything about it because I'm the Prime Minister. Don't worry about them. They're all paid off. Right, now get your kit off. Where's the Jägermeister? <laughs> uh, like this awful... conversation is making me like Boris Johnson more than anything possibly. <laughs> he's going going well, yeah. that's, that's, I mean, without wanting to get too political, that's why he's been so successful is because oh, yeah. he's a larrikin. He's kind of insane. It's just like he shouldn't be in charge of anything. Yeah, like he's just—he's been bad at every job he's done. But he's like, oh no, we're having a good time. He's just—he's <laughs> mm. a loose unit, which is great at the pub, not so good at number ten Downing Street. Flip that script, like I, I feel like I, I hold the Germans in pretty high regard. I was going to say, yeah, but yeah. I would never in my life—I I respect her as a leader in the foundation. Wouldn't go out that, drinking with Angela. with Angela Merkel. No, the question yeah. wasn't would you want to go out with a beer. The question was would who would have the best beer, beer taste. taste. I reckon I Merkel. You think could be I reckon she'd have a couple of quality brews. What about what about Trudeau? I don't reckon he's a beer drinker. You don't think he's, he's too a... pretty? Yeah, he's yeah, too pretty. I, boy. I see him drinking. He's like a vodka lime and soda, soda guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a pretty boy. He's drinking vodka lime and sodas like all the pretty boys do. He can't afford to get the gut, the beer gut. So no, uh, no I think you're onto something with. Uh, I think with, I think uh, if you're talking Boris about just Johnson, a night on the tiles with, yeah, it's it's gotta be Bojo. And then if it's who's got the bit like who's whose fridge do you think holds the best beers? Mm. I reckon Merkel's got a sneaky stash of some quality good German goods. Well, there we go. A lot of hashtag politics there. Um, some some satire, and a lot of great podcasting tips from the Barry Block Hour Podcasting School. Um, click the link in the bio to get <laughs> your free discount. Free discount? That doesn't work. Twenty percent off. Twenty percent off. Yeah, close enough. Your next. Um, but that's it for episode. 45 of the Barry Bullock Hour. We will see you in a month's time for 46. Um, but in the meantime, go out there, um, ring up Boris Johnson, see if he'll take you out to the pub. And if not, get down to Three Ravens or your nearest boutique beer shop and get yourselves some of the salted caramel shake. Very delicious. We might have a couple more. And um, and get it, get it into you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Goodbye. All right. We'll see you soon. <laughs> Episode 45. <laughs> <laughs> something simple. Oh, yeah, something simple. A nice simple intro. Yeah, yeah. All right. Great.